Hello, everyone. Happy Thursday evening. My name is Allison Dijak, and welcome to On the Scene, your weekly source for KW music, arts, film, and event listings here on midtownradio.ca. We want to begin our program by acknowledging that we are currently broadcasting on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and Neutral people. And we recognize the enduring presence of First Nations, Métis, and Inuit people still gathering, living, and working in this area, as we use this contemporary stolen territory for sharing arts and culture. Now, our show will be live on Thursdays from 7 to 8 p.m., and every episode we are checking out a new spot in town. Tonight, we are at Odd Duck Wine and Provisions. It's a beautiful restaurant that is now located in downtown Kitchener on Ontario Street, right across from the Charles Street bus terminal. Six weeks ago, they went from being a pop-up food company to having their very own restaurant. So we are thrilled to be here this evening. I'm joined as always by Derek Rydal, my co-producer and man on the sound. How are you, Derek? I'm great, Allison. How are you? I'm good. Is this your first time here? It is my first time here. Yeah, this is beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really nice in here. It smells great. Yes, it does. <laughs> I'm kind of glad we're not set up right beside the kitchen because yeah. like that would be distracting. <laughs> but it's so nice, like the lighting, the colors, the decor. There's like beautiful art on the wall. Oh. I think this is going to be a special spot, honestly. Absolutely. Really, really nice. Um, so the the Odd Duck, uh, I was kind of like looking through their menu, looking through their website. And something neat is that they pair all of their food with wine. Like they will try a wine, they'll do the tasting notes, and then they'll like choose menu items based on all the wine that they get, actually. Okay. So I'm curious. We don't have to stick to wine. Do you have a favorite like food and drink pairing like you have a certain oh. drink and you're like i gotta have this food with it it doesn't have to be fancy like oh this boy. restaurant that's it can a, be anything i should have asked you ahead of that's time that's a good question <laughs> i was not prepared for that question okay I, oh, I have one i have one okay, so honestly me. if i'm ever this is like cheesy but for some reason anytime i like smell lime in the mm-hmm. summer i'm just like i need to drink a bud light lime <laughs> So I find (laughs) if I'm ever like I it's like the Pavlov's dog thing. I'm like lime, Bud Light lime, lime. always. So (laughs) if I'm ever like cooking like Mexican food or something or like curry and I'm like squeezing a lime on top, just like I need a Bud Light lime in my life right now. (laughs) That is not as classy as the place that we are in right now. But uh, that is like I just smell it. I'm like. Taco, Bud Light Lime. Curry, Bud Light Lime. (laughs) It goes well with everything, I guess. It does. Do you have a a food and drink pairing? Oh, God. You know what? It's a tricky one. That's a... Jeez, I can't even... I can't even think right. You know what? I... It sounds bad, but I really do like an ice cold like cola. Yeah. With like if anything savory. Okay. Like a burger yeah. or like pizza. I really like. You know, most people are like, ah, oh, give me a beer. Yeah. Very good. Absolutely. I don't know. I. I You'll I like, take the coke. I like, I like cola with my. Yeah. 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 But I mean, hey, if you can pair a, a nice glass of wine with whatever I'm mm. eating, I'm all for that. Yeah. You know. I feel like the food, the dishes that I'm seeing coming out, they seem pretty pretty extraordinary and like the drinks I'm looking at it seems like a pretty extraordinary place yeah. several levels up from a Bud Light Lime or a Coca-Cola absolutely and I'm not picky <laughs> like oh hey just give me anything and I yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're super excited to be here tonight uh, later in the show we're going to be chatting with co-owner Wes Clausen to hear more about the story behind this place how it went from a pop-up to now this beautiful restaurant we're also going to be sitting down with Ashe Dalvi to get some local movie reviews. We got a ton of fun things to talk about. It's going to be a great show. Um, So let's kick things off with some music as always. We're going to hear a song from Madison Galloway and she's actually not a local KW artist but just outside of the area. She actually is based in Alora, and um, they just announced the lineup for Belmont Village Festival. She's going to be playing Festival this uh, in September 
And she's also going to be playing at TWB later in the summer. So we'll get to hear from her a little bit over the next couple months. This is her song, Doors. Baby, don't come in, you know you'll get lost from the dark within You know that you better live a trail if you're thinking about coming back home You picked a log and you came on in Running in circles again and again Looking for an answer you don't want to find You want to a place where the moon will shine Ooh, no, no, no. And I ain't darling, don't be scared You know you'll walk these floors But the ghosts won't haunt you Any more than they did before You stood behind that closed black door No, Spend some time in this cosmic life But you better leave We find your way. just heard Doors by Madison Galloway here on On The Scene on Midtown Radio. Like I said, Madison Galloway is going to be playing at the Belmont Village Festival this September. The lineup was just announced. Seems like it's going to be a really fun weekend. And you can also catch her at TWB later in the summer as part of their summer music series. So check it out if you liked what you heard. Welcome back to On The Scene on Midtown Radio. My name is Allison Dijak, and we are super excited for our show tonight. We are broadcasting live on location here at Odd Duck Wine and Provisions in downtown Kitchener. There's beautiful drinks and beautiful foods passing by us, and uh, we're very, very excited to be here to celebrate this new place. Um, over the next hour, we'll be talking all about local arts and culture events going on in KW. And coming up shortly, we'll be chatting with Wes Clausen, co-owner of Odd Duck. And in the second half of our program, we'll be chatting with Ashe Dalvi and getting some film reviews on Barbie, Talk to Me, and Joyride. But before we dive into our interviews, Derek, as always, we have some events to chat about. We do indeed. So, a few things that I'm looking forward to in the next two weeks. Um, at Shortfinger Brewery, they're having their summer short can. Now, this is a very cool festival. They did one back in the winter. We chatted with Rob right before it happened. They're doing their summer one again. It's on Saturday, August 12th, so next Saturday. And it is a completely free huge concert that is super cool pink, um, pink lemonades involved yeah they they're, are everywhere i know <laughs> hey they were one of our three stars at yeah, kw yeah. that's why <laughs> um they're bringing in pew 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 blue freezy cerebral scrub rag ripper and waivers so one two three four five five 
five bands playing. Um, there's going to be some guest breweries there, lots of fun beer to enjoy, and it's all free. So it starts at 2 p.m. If you want to check it out, Summer Short Can at Short Finger next Saturday. I feel Warm like that weather, was a tongue cold twister. beer, and a whole <laughs> bunch of great bands. Yeah, good combination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are some events you're excited for? Uh, let's see. I, uh, As of always, I've got... Uh, some movies yeah the <laughs> uh, movies have been really good yeah, this I summer mean, really really good uh so at the princess on saturday night at uh 9 15 uh there's a documentary called uh have you got it yet the story of sid barrett and pink floyd which oh. would be it looks really cool mm. um if you know anything about sid barrett if you know mm. anything about pink floyd you know that it's quite the interesting story sid mm. barrett was uh, quite quite the musician and artist mm. and uh i mean pink floyd's one of my all-time favorite bands so yeah that'd be really cool to check out and then also on sunday at the princess they're playing et oh, at 2 p.m et the extraterrestrial one of my like favorite still one of my favorite that's when movies. you said made you cry right? it makes me there there are there are a few movies that still make me cry and et yeah makes me cry every time okay well if you want to cry in the theater sunday yes, head up to the princess <laughs> and then uh, also at sunday if you're not near the princess go to the uh, apollo rebel without a cause nice. classic james dean another great movie great sunday matinee at the apollo and then at night they're also playing a movie we talked about earlier this mm-hmm. season uh once upon a time in hollywood which is oh yeah another one of my favorite summer movies i watch it every summer that's mm-hmm. playing at 7 15 and then of course there's the long weekend band crawl on sunday there's 12 bands uh bad egg hung dog bus gourmet just to name a few uh it takes place at four different venues in uptown waterloo dive bar prohibition warehouse revive and uh, pinup arcade mm-hmm. 15 dollars for a single venue uh 25 for all the venues or 20 dollars if you buy your tickets in advance for all the venues love uh, it. should be a good uh, sunday full of of good punk music yeah i love the super crawls they're just like such a fun I've, I've talked about it before on this show, but just such a, like, unique idea to yeah. be able to, like, bar hop and see different, me- like, bands and stuff. Like, a little mini evening festival, basically. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty uh, cool. volume number five. So, this yeah. is the fifth one they've done. Wow. And again, Pink Lemonade. <laughs> Doing very cool things in town. Love those guys <laughs> and girls. <laughs> um, well, lots of stuff going on. Uh, yeah. For more events, if anyone wants to check out what's going on in town, you can always head to our website on the scene kw.ca and check out a ton of local arts and culture listings this weekend and next in music film festivals comedy the stage and more well one of our favorite things to do on on the scene in addition to talking about local events is talking to people that are part of the local entertainment scene, part of the local arts and culture scene, people that are just making cool things happen in town. So my first guest for the evening is Wes Clausen. With over 20 years of restaurant and sommelier experience, Wes joined business partners and friends John Rennie and Rob Corrigan to start Odd Duck Wine and Provisions three years ago, where we're broadcasting tonight. They started as a pop-up food experience, doing quick stints and collaborations at breweries, bakeries, and more all around town. Now, just six weeks ago, they have opened up a permanent space here on Ontario Street, a sit-down restaurant, a bar, a takeout counter, and bottle shop. And we are so excited to hear more about this space. Welcome to On The Scene, Wes. Thanks so much for having me. Really yeah. appreciate uh, the opportunity to chat. Of course. Well, thanks for having us in your space. I know it's a little <laughs> unconventional to have a radio broadcast happening in your restaurant. We're, we're unconventional, so it's <laughs> a, it's one a would say it's a little odd. odd. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Odd Duck started as a pop-up business. Uh, I'm curious, was the plan always to open a storefront or restaurant? Was that kind of always a long-term goal or? Yeah, that was yeah. that was definitely always a long-term goal. Pop-up mm-hmm. was great for marketing reasons, mm-hmm. um, to give people a, a taste of the concept, um, the ideas that people could expect to see at the restaurants. Um, 
we could showcase different things and, and also like collaborate with different breweries and bakeries that that we love um, that have you know aligned values and ethos and and yeah, and, uh, yeah flavors that just mix really well together. Very cool. Yeah, I was looking at some of the places you've done pop-ups over the years. Short Finger Brewing, Counterpoint, Orla Pastries, Princess Cinema, all places that we just talked about. <laughs> um, I won't make you pick a favorite because I know that's hard, but I'm curious, what has been one of the most memorable pop-ups you've done? Like maybe a very unique space or something interesting that you didn't expect to like collaborate on? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Mark Lecomte from uh, Princess uh, Cinema is uh, a good, a good pal of ours, mm-hmm. and um, I think I think the the couple pop ups we did, we did two different pop ups at at Princess, and actually we did a pop up at Third Moon Brewery in okay. in uh, Milton. Uh, I'd say that was that was pretty fun, and and what was hilarious about that in like all the right ways. I'm a huge metalhead. Mm-hmm. They just played like grind metal and crazy like heavy heavy shit there the whole time and uh the place was packed and people somehow i don't know like they were excited to to try our food we're like we are so fresh and uh, (laughs) in the middle of milton in this Mm -hmm. like super uh warehousey kind of part of town and so it just it just felt really neat that there was there was buzz already then yeah um and that was like last year at this time okay so um yeah that that was probably uh one of the coolest spots i mean we also what's really special to us too is we do do pop-ups in people's homes right so for the whole month of december um we we do. We ended up doing these dinners, whether it's like a, a anniversary dinner or like a it was a Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we love doing. Uh, we did a few special events for people's birthdays. So we we, we do this. Uh, we've John and I have done this for years, where you do this uh, like memory dinner, right? So you 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 interview somebody ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, say it's your birthday. Yeah. Um, and we try to. We, we, we ask his questions like, well, what do you not like to eat? Okay, okay. well, we're not going to make yeah. that. We're not going <laughs> to serve you that. Yeah. Um, but what are some memorable meals you've had over the course of your life so wow. far? We don't try to repeat that, but we try to evoke emotion and, like, uh, you know, poke and, in, 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 you know, kind of worm our way into that. So um, it, it becomes this, like, we bring the experience to your home. Um, so, yeah, it, it was just another fun, really intimate way to, to market mm. Odd Duck. That is so uh, cool. Oh, I'm already thinking, like, what would I want that (laughs) meal to be? It's funny, you know, sometimes, yeah, there's these emotional connections to food, right? Like, I, if I smell, like, cucumbers with lemon juice on them, I'm like, oh, I'm in my Bopsha's basement. (laughs) And she's, like, making salad. She's making cucumber salad, you know? It's just, like, Like yeah. It it transports you back to a different part of your life or or back back around your grandma's table again and you're eating, um, like, yeah, for me, it's, it's, it's a whole bunch of things. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's the whole point of it. Very cool. Um, so as I was uh, kind of reading through um, your website and different things about Odd Duck, I saw that you create your menu here based on the wines that you bring in, which is yeah. so interesting. Like, you, you're not setting out to say, like, oh, we need to have this dish on the menu. But you're having these wines, tasting them, and then you're creating dishes where did that like how did that kind of start it's unconventional i guess but uh yeah where did that idea come from um i mean it really is based around wanting to not be limited to um what has always been done or, or what is you know Say you're a big a big operation, you're a big restaurant. You got to wait for corporate to print menus for you. Um, you change your menu maybe four times a year. Um, with how I'm the, the the wines and beverages I'm sourcing here, I mean everything. Uh, I I try to look around me first of all and and say is is this saturated where I'm situated, mm-hmm. right? And everything I'm ordering is coming from uh, a wine agency, um, wine-wise, right? And mm. I also look at the wine agencies that are represented around here. 
are they really saturated? Because I'd rather work with like much smaller ones that, you know, it's all about storytelling, right? Mm -hmm. That comes down to um, the farms that we bring in here. Um, so that's that's how it, that it, it really they, they just weave back and forth together. So if I'm focusing on like really putting a lot of care into having wineries that are um, organic, biodynamic, have mm-hmm. you know how do they treat their staff? How do they treat their people? How do they treat the community around them? Yeah. Um, uh, how are they taking care of the earth? Um, are they regeneratively farmed? Uh, those are all things that matter to us. Um, so. When we, we, we taste the wine, the, the goal is, because um, we change the list so much, mm-hmm. we sit down with our team and everybody has something to offer. It doesn't matter your, your experience with be- tasting beverages and, and writing down, I taste cassis or yeah. I taste <laughs> whatever herb you're getting. Yeah. It doesn't matter because everybody's life experiences are so vastly different from Mm -hmm. and our palates are so different than when you have all that arsenal of verbiage then we go to our farmers and say what do you got this is what we tasted yeah what do you got so because we're working with all these amazing farms and not these big box supply companies Mm -hmm. they'll just show up with rubber made totes of stuff that they just yanked out of the ground And that's going on the menu. So our menu, we're printing it every week, and it okay. sometimes changes like a couple times a week based cool. on what we're getting in. So yeah, that's a long-winded answer to say that it, we're always learning, always evolving, um, and it's always exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna ask how often it changes. Wow, weekly, I love weekly. that. Weekly, weekly there's changes on it. Yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. And then it can be seasonal too. You know, you're having, I saw so many peaches on the counter. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like mean. You can just choose what's actually in season and what's gonna well, taste like, good at the right time of year. It's 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 so lovely and it's kind of painful in, in one sense um, because, um, you know, it's lovely that it's, it's vegetable season right now. Mm-hmm. Like we are getting the best vegetables you would ever have in your in your life yeah. right now but so many people are away <laughs> so yes. many people are, are <laughs> so I'm like oh but we're already planning for that we're already preserving things pickling things yeah. um so when it's winter and we're all sick of eating root vegetables and the same old same old <laughs> well, then we'll bring back june and we'll bring back yeah. july um and you'll have a taste of summer when it's uh feeling gross and gray outside Perfect. I love it. Um, well, let's talk about this space a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. it's absolutely beautiful. Like the decor, the art, the flow is just so lovely. Um, Thank you. You opened your doors six weeks ago. I'm curious, what was special about this space? Why did you choose it? The location, the size, the kit? I don't know. Did it have a kitchen when you moved in? Like what was what was te- ticking the boxes for this space? Yeah, I mean... Like I, th- I think you mentioned before, it was a three-year journey to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, won't get into the big backstory here. I don't know <laughs> if we have time for that. But uh, this was our fifth location we looked at. Okay. Um, so there were definitely, we were very me- methodical and intentional about how we, I mean, we didn't know this was going to be the place until mm-hmm. it was the place, right? Um, and we're very grateful that we, we ended up saying no or things didn't end up working out Yeah. Um, with the other four locations uh, we looked at. Um, why I love this so much, uh, because we're just uh, friends of mine own businesses all around here. Mm-hmm. You know, the surf, the trunk, um, uh, Marlowe. Yeah. Uh, Lucero, uh, Legacy Greens. Um, you know, I am a huge advocate um, of, you know, living out and trying to embody community over competition. Um, competition's great as long as it's like pushing everybody to, to be better, yes. right? Uh, competition is... is uh, cancerous if it's like get out of my way like mm-hmm. i'm gonna squash you yeah um, don't want another which, restaurant on the right, block right, we gotta which, be the only restaurant on this street so it's it's yeah. been honestly it's been amazing um being here because um 
I, lo- I love what's happening. I love Allison's. I, I love you know Coven. I love all the options that are around here. Yeah. Um, of businesses, and I just want us to thrive. Mm-hmm. And I just yeah, I love the location. I mean, we're sitting here. We're seeing the the glory, the 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 uh, the golden hour sun yeah. coming in right now. Oh, so beautiful. Um, you know, this was two separate spaces. I don't mm-hmm. know if you knew that. This is the yeah, old Kitchener BIA and, and Queen Shawarma, and Queen right? Shawarma. Yeah. So. The, the layout is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 walk in through the the, the gift shop, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> and you horseshoe around into the dining room that we we blown open uh, mm-hmm. to be in the space. It, you know, John and, and Rob and you know my wife and John's wife always uh, make fun of me for this, but I <laughs> I have this like I had this vision of like. You know, we do, it comes up a lot, talking about transporting people into somewhere else for an experience, right? Yeah. Sitting here, I don't know if you necessarily, you know, feel like you're in Kitchener-Waterloo. Like, you could yeah. you could be anywhere else. Yeah. Um, and you, when you walk down that, through the shop and, and walk through the archway, mm-hmm. it feels like, whoa, you know? What what's ha- what's happening here? This this is cool, and that and that's your reaction every time somebody passes by in the street, and they're rubbernecking, they're looking in the window. I bring them in, and and they're like, "Whoa, this place <laughs> is so much bigger than I thought. This yeah. is so cool. It's so bright and and earthy and cooling." And um, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's we wanted to create a space that um, you know the the gray tones you see on the floor and the walls, you know. Mm-hmm. I've had some great experiences tasting with uh, different winemakers in their in their cellar. Yeah. Uh, right. So those those earthy uh, tones of like stone and, and mm-hmm. earth um, with punchy colors on the wall. I want that to like emulate what you see on fun wine labels. Yeah. Um, the green. I love the green bar behind you. And like, all and all. I the want wood that in here. my house. <laughs> yeah. So all all the wood too. It all comes from the same tree. Very um, cool. And it comes from John's uh, father-in-law's property. So it's all like, this is all the same. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a labor of love. We did everything ourselves. Yeah. And then you have, uh, yeah, you said the gift shop. You have a little bottle shop at the front. That's, yeah. that's uh, it's neat. You have um, different bottles, drinks that people can take home. And then is it also like a bit of a takeout bar as well? There's meals to go. So, I yeah. Like I the, that. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be a work in prog- progress. Yeah. Um, but the idea behind that is, you know, you're in here for you're in here for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't pay at the table. You don't have that awkward situation of a server standing around. <laughs> yeah. Terminal. Okay. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> wonder what they're gonna leave. Well, it doesn't yeah. matter. A, because we don't do uh, gratuities. Mm-hmm. Uh, B, you exit through the gift shop. So say you had a bottle of something delicious you really enjoyed with dinner. Well, you can now grab that Perfect. and put it on your bill on the way out. You don't have time to uh, make dinner tomorrow because kids have sports, karate, dance, whatever. Well, mm-hmm. we have a, a reheat and serve, uh, you know, cottage pie that's ready to go. Perfect. Uh, we, you know, that'll keep growing over time. Um, we, you know, John being a coming from the the Bauer Butcher as the, the head butcher mm-hmm. um, for three three and a bit years before we started this venture. I mean, we'll be doing, you know, full animal butchery. We already uh, worked our way through uh, half a pig from uh, Linton Pasture Pork. So naturally yeah. that kind of stuff will, will, will make its way into snacks. And you see mm-hmm. some terrines in the shop for sale in the fridge. And cool. be some lifestyle stuff like, uh, you know, fun merch and corkscrews and glassware and yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. Very, very special. Um, okay, last question. Yep. What uh, What's something that you are excited about that's on the menu right now? It's changing all the time. Ooh. What's a wine that you're excited for or a dish that you're excited for or pairing that mm. you're excited for? Derek and I were trying to talk about food and drink pairing. It, it was terrible. Like, don't listen back to it. <laughs> don't it was listen to that, that part of the so, show. <laughs> uh, what's something that you are excited about? The expert here. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, I mean, like, honestly, I love the seafood we're getting in right now. Yeah. Um, there's something bizarre on uh by the bottle that i just love it's so delicious it's it's like citrusy lemony salty 
um, nectarine notes. It mm. comes from the Basque region in uh, Spain. Um, just recently, again, captured me. Uh, Honduribi Zuri is the uh, the grape variety. Again, you're not going to find this just <laughs> kicking around anywhere. But it just lends itself so well to seafood. So uh, we have the crudo on the menu right now uh, made with turbot. Um, so, so damn good with that. Um, I also love the... Um, I'd have to say the Slovenian uh, white wine uh, right now from uh, Korenica and Moskan. It's a uh, it's a white blend um, from Slovenska Istra region in Slovenia, mm. and uh, yeah, it, to me it tastes like Chenin Blanc and Chablis had a baby together, um, <laughs> and it just goes so great with so many different dishes on the menu from our fritter, our kohlrabi fritter. Mm. Um, or the 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 beans dish uh, as well so yeah very cool oh i'm like getting so excited to <laughs> to uh have food here at some point what a fantastic spot um what are some things coming up for odd duck for the rest of the summer into the fall any big plans or just kind of settling into the groove of a new spot well i mean things are you know, things are always changing here in mm-hmm. terms of the menu. So, uh, you know, I, I'm looking forward to, to, to seeing um, how that continues to evolve, um, especially with how, what, you know, what are, what are farmers uh, bring us, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm planning a wine event uh, right now that will be a reoccurring event. Uh, won't be your standard stuffy uh, sit-down, uh, locked-in-your-seat tasting. Um uh, lots, lots, lots more. Uh, I'm going to share about that soon. But uh, if you like, um, you know, fun, unstructured, almost like dance party kind of wine tasting. Okay. Um, that's that's going to be your vibe. I um, love that. For that, so that'll be starting in, up in September. Keep your ears uh, peeled for that on our socials. Very cool. Well, thanks so much, Wes, for chatting with us. Thanks for hosting us here this evening. We are truly so excited for this space, all that's to come, all the fantastic positive energy i feel like that you're bringing this to bringing to this community a really special space you can hear the passion for for what you do when you talk about it and that's that's amazing to hear yeah thank you well yeah i mean i i love it and i love people i love that you're here so it means the world to us fantastic well uh if any of our listeners out there want to check it out haven't heard of it yet odd duck wine and provisions it's on ontario street right across from the charles street bus terminal you can check them out on instagram at odd duck wnp um, or check out their website odddockwp.com. well we are going to hear some more music now we're going to hear a brand new single actually from local musician clarissa diocno this is her song of the summer it's a pump-up tune. It's happy. Uh, it is called Any Other Way. I'll always be crazy. Sometimes I go mad. It took you to save me. Damn, I was feeling so sad. But then you came around. My heart hit the ground. Feeling lost in the clouds. I don't want all track of time got me out of my mind got me out of my mind and i wouldn't Feeling lost in the clouds, I don't want 
losing all track of time. Got me out of my mind. Got me out of my mind. And I wouldn't. Just heard any other way than brand new single from Clarissa Diakno. She released this song right at the beginning of the summer, and it is such a fun, peppy, upbeat tune. Uh, she kind of joked that like all of her previous songs are sad or angry, so <laughs> she wrote a happy song for once. Um, I also really encourage you to check out the music video for this song. She got a ton of different friends and people from the community to lip sync and dance along to it at different spots around the community. And uh, it's just like such a joyful video. Very, very sweet. Nice. Um, also, in order to promote her song, she has created her very own tea blend. So oh, that's cool. unique yeah. and interesting. That's a good yeah. way to... Yeah. Wow. So Clarissa Diakno has this like black... Uh, black tea with raspberry tea blend called Any Other Way or I think that's what she named it after her song and uh, she's selling it so you can always check her out on Instagram Clarissa cool. Diakno um, and uh, check out the tea blend check yeah. out the song doing lots of cool stuff this summer <laughs> excellent well before we hop into our second interview of the evening it is time for one of our favorite segments we've been doing this summer, the three stars of KW. Every episode of On the Scene this summer, we are choosing three things in KW that deserve VIP status and a little shout out for how great they make our cities. So star number one this week is going to the Vincenzo's Sandwich Bar. Very good. I have been yep. going there for like since I was a child mm -hmm. and I get the same sandwich every <laughs> time and it's so good. You know what actually Wes was talking about that like memorable emotional meals yeah. memories D mine would be like the Vincenzo Vincenzo's. sandwich that I order every time I'm there. They're great. So. <laughs> <laughs> Great sandwich bar. <laughs> What's our second star tonight? Uh, I'm going to give the second star to the Gockel Block. Yeah. Uh, I uh, recently, you know, was uh, I I helped DJ the uh, the vintage market that was there, and it was my first time actually being at the Gockel Block, and mm -hmm. I was totally blown away with how cool of a space it is for for these events, like mm -hmm. the the cargos with the the cutout yeah. and all the vendors were inside there and the. The Gockel parking lot was all sectioned off and there yeah. was a licensed area and like it was just a great little location for all these events. I know Midtown's done a been there a bunch yeah. of times for all sorts of stuff. It was my first time that I actually got to make it out there. But yeah, what a what a great space. Yeah, they've leveled it up this summer. Yeah, they've it, leveled it's it up. Really, really cool. <laughs> okay, and our third star of KW tonight is going to the Yeti Bar. We talk about the events there all the time. Guests that we have on the show rave about doing concerts there. This just seems to be like the new cool spot to go play concerts at. Tiny little restaurant, but they sometimes spill out onto the street. Like 
They have this cool patio. They have dog nights. They have DJ nights. They have concerts. They have comedy. It is just a cool space. Yeah, very, very cool, cool space. So thank you very much, the three stars of KW, for making Kitchener-Waterloo an amazing place to be. We thank you for your service. If you have a suggestion for another star of KW, send it our way on Instagram at OnTheScenekW. Well, let's keep going with our second interview for the evening. My second guest is Ashe Dalvi. Ashe is the anti-oppressive consultant for Midtown Radio. They are the founder of Rad Riot Books, a local radical bookstore that prioritizes queer, migrant, and translated anti-racist literature. They are a queer advocate and activist and have performed stand-up comedy across the GTA and locally. Ashe is also a huge film and pop culture buff, so they were the perfect person to provide us with some inside info into some movies that are playing locally. Welcome back to On The Scene, Ashe. Namaskar and namaste, lovely listeners. <laughs> Hi, Barbie. <laughs> Hi, Barbie. <laughs> we're so excited to have you back on the show. You did a film review back for us in season two. Yes. And we're ready to talk about three more films. So we're talking about Barbie. We're talking about Joyride. Joy and... Talk to me. Talk to me. Okay. Which one, which one are we going to get started with? Let's start with Barbie. Yes. So <laughs> I noticed that you also got dressed up for Barbie. I did. <laughs> yes, <you> did. <laughs> Honestly, Barbie and Ken getting dressed as to watch Barbie. Yes, so I great. saw the pictures of everyone doing it. I was like, honestly, I want to do that too. I went to the thrift store. I found this like bright pink bathing suit. Cute. I was like, I need to buy this. Absolutely. So turn it into a little bit of a like jumpsuit top thing, and it it worked out. So yeah, <laughs> I wore like a pink bathing suit and heart sunglasses. To go see the Barbie movie, my partner wore a uh, denim cutoff vest that was very Ken-like. So. Channeling some Kennedy. Yes. <laughs> Did you dress up as well Absolutely. when you went to see it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So as you must. Yeah. What were the first impressions from the Barbie movie? Oh, my God. I am in absolute awe of the film, of the filmmaker, mm. of the writing of the film. Yeah. I didn't know what I was going into, uh, what I was walking into, and I'm just so blown away I have to give a shout out to the marketing team mm -hmm. they were very smart in like sh marketing it in a way that doesn't specify who it is for who it is yeah. catered to but this film is for my generation I think all so. the references made it's for my generation. I feel it. I feel seen. I feel validated. And I feel called out. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I feel like it's just like taking over the world. Like whoever really is doing marketing is. for it, you're so right. It is taking over the world. Like I felt like I had to dress up because I saw yes. that people were dressing up. Yes. And they're sharing that. And like. It's just, it's taking over. Like, everywhere I look, there's Barbie memes, there's clips, there's people making references to it. Like, I just, I couldn't not see the movie, basically. Absolutely. It is an international pop culture phenomenon mm -hmm. of 2023. Yeah. Yeah. What were some standout moments about the movie? What were some, like, highlights for you without giving things away? Oh, my God. Okay. So... I am very biased in my Barbie review because mm -hmm. I grew up watching, devouring, loving Ugly Betty. Okay. And the lead of Ugly Betty is America Ferrera. Yes. And America Ferrera is in Barbie mm -hmm. as Gloria. And oh my God. The teen adolescent me felt held, felt loved, felt validated. And I was living for this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's such an incredibly written film. It... It talks about it patriarchy and masculinity in a way that actually pushes you to have a conversation with yourself about it mm -hmm. about these culture norms that we have we've been told that and we have unknowingly unwittingly conformed to 
And mm-hmm. we are, this movie encourages us to challenge them, to contest these norms, these heteropatriarchal norms. And I love that. Yeah, yeah. I found that was unexpected for me. Yeah. Like I had heard that it was like a fantastic take on feminism and kind of dissecting this, but they really dig deep. They, they dig do. deep, but in a really entertaining way. Like, I was laughing the majority of the movie, but laughing because you're like, oh, that's funny because it's true. Right. That was kind exactly. of the feeling, right? So exactly. they're, like, digging into these things with Ken and sort of the the, oh my the journey that he goes yes. through. I won't spoil things, oh. but the journey that Ken goes through, like it's hilarious. It's so funny. But it, so it does campy. make you yeah, it oh does make you reflect though yeah. on like how society is and how society is viewing men yes. and women and yes. kind of that those different roles. Yeah. So, yeah. It was just so fun to see Ryan Gosling like and Michael Sarah um, yeah. And Simu Liu, Canadian yeah. absolute icons. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm in the land of the cats. <laughs> yes. Totally. Um, the cast. Yeah. Pretty incredible cast. Oh my God. Eh? When so they announced good. all of the different people that would be involved. Um, I know you said America Ferreira stood out. The Kens. Any other kind of standouts uh, for you that you oh were excited God. to yes. have in the film? Issa Rae as President Barbie mm-hmm. stole every stole the screen every time she was on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was really excited to see Ritu Arya. Ritu Arya plays journalist Bobby mm-hmm. and she is also in the Umbrella Academy and she was the lead in a movie that came out earlier this year that I watched five nights in a row <laughs> called Polite Society. Okay. And I was obsessed with the film and I love Ritu Arya. I also was so pleasantly surprised that almost half of the cast of Sex Education is yes. a Barbie. Yeah. I like, yes. I saw that as, as a big fan of Sex Education. I was like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. Great, great TV show. Great, great film as well. So, yeah, certainly a stacked cast that Absolutely. I, I just I'm so pleasantly surprised that they got all of those fantastic people to be in one movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's interestingly healing mm-hmm. an experience mm-hmm. watching this movie. Yeah. You're you're laughing the entire time through. You're entertained the entire time through. Mm-hmm. But you also feel like evolved in a way. You also feel held and cherished in mm-hmm. a way. Mm-hmm. And I love that about Greta Gerwig's films. Yeah, you feel seen sort of. Yes. It's like, oh, this is me yes. on that screen a little bit, even Absolutely. though they're all Barbies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very humanizing kind of experience. Yes. Yeah. So definitely you'd recommend Barbie I to would, uh yes, to people I definitely out there. recommend Barbie. Yes. Just go watch Barbie. If you're having a bad day, if you've had a rough conversation with anybody, just go watch Barbie. Yeah. Derek highly recommended here. Seriously, you gotta I, I, see it. I will check like <laughs> I joked before, I, I will wear black to Barbie and pink to Oppenheimer yes, and I'll do a double feature. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. It's funny, I was telling my dad that I was gonna go see the movie. He said, Oh, I thought it was a kid's movie, like Barbie, because it's a kid's toy. It's like, no, it's it's yeah, it is very much for our generation people that grew up with it. Um, I grew up playing like the Barbie computer games all the time. That was, I had books, I had movies, like I was really a Barbie girl growing up. So it was very cool to see it reflected on the big screen in such a unique way. Right? And the, like the weekend was stashed with the Barbie Heimer sensation, the phenomenon, like everybody was going dressed up for these two films, which was taking up the entire like nation by storm yes um also the same weekend there's another film that came out Mm -hmm. called talk to me yes talk to me is this um indie australian film distributed by a24 Mm -hmm. and people are starting a petition of having a talk to barbie hymer okay (laughs) (laughs) so you watch all three films in a row what do you what do you wear for talk to me if you wear pink for Barbie and black. Prosthetic hat. I love Talk to Me. Oh yeah. my God. What an exceptional indie horror film. Mm-hmm. It is made by a group of YouTubers, and this is their first feature, deb- debut feature, mm. that they've made themselves and 
It has gotten rave review at Sundance. It premiered at Sundance to rave reviews, and now it is finally out to public. Mm -hmm. And oh my god, it's so unique mm. with a very, very unique premise. It follows a group of um, young adults in their, like, I'm guessing early 20s. Mm -hmm. um, they find an object um, of a hand. Like, okay. a st <laughs> uh, it kind of looks like a prosthetic hand, okay. but with engravings on it in mm. different languages okay and the the what you do with the hand is you hold it and you say talk to me and you see a spirit okay and when you you follow that up by saying okay i let you in and the people around you record you being possessed for 90 seconds okay and get you trending on tiktok so to make viral possessions what an interesting concept. Yeah. It features like really pretty unknown actors from mm. Australia who are fantastic, who steal every, who steal the screen mm. every time they're on. I love Sophie Wilde. Um, she is going to be in a new film called The Portable Door, which I'm really looking forward to. It's, and the film ends by setting, up, setting itself up for an entire franchise. Oh, cool. And okay. oh my God, what an excellent film. Mm -hmm. Like a great, great film as a debut. Wonderful. Yeah. That's special when people that are doing this for the very first time are making such a strong start. Like that doesn't happen all the time, right? So definitely a crew to watch out for I guess absolutely yeah oh fantastic I'm not a horror film person myself <laughs> we've talked about this on the show before I am like an absolute wimp when it comes to scary movies yeah, didn't but Edward Scissorhands scary yeah yes. Edward Scissorhands like gives me nightmares a little bit and it's not even a scary it's not movie. Even a horror movie I know it's just the the look I don't uh, know I can't so uh but you were honestly, never an emo girl then were you no. like no, no, wanna be. Yeah, I was not. I <laughs> not was even not. a fan of the slasher films. No <laughs> scream. I can't. Oh. I, they, I just have to cover my eyes. But <laughs> honestly, but that film sounds so interesting. Like it's I would so like to read the premise of it. I don't know if I would want to watch it, but the premise sounds so interesting and need to take like a modern spin on it, right? Right. Social media, yeah. TikTok, like it's taking over that. the world. Why not meet people where they're at? Yes, right? absolutely. Very cool. So talk to me, definitely one to check out as well. Is it playing in like major theaters or is it kind of mostly the it independent is. cinemas? Um, I watched it in Cineplex and mm -hmm. I believe it's also being played at Landmark. Okay. Yeah. Very because cool. It's, because the distribution is handled by A24 and right. A24 is... Like one of the biggest film dis yeah. independent film distributors who won the Oscar this year for mm -hmm. everything, everywhere, all at once. Right. So they picked up this indie yes. film. They're giving it life. Yes. Very cool. Um, okay. We have a few more minutes left. Let's talk about Joyride. Oh my God. <laughs> Joyride. So uh, I watched the trailer for this one. So good. It looks good. It oh looks my very, God. Too funny. Yeah. yeah. A film that highlights four individuals, four friends of East Asian descent mm -hmm. just be unapologetically and shamelessly themselves. Mm. It It is what I wish The Hangover could be. Okay. It is what I wish Bridesmaids could be. But if you put the two movie together and have it be centered around four East Asian friends, mm -hmm. it's hilarious. That's mm -hmm. what you get with Joyride. And it is an absolute joyride to yeah. watch this film. Oh my God, what a... What a great film. Mm -hmm. So the premise is um, there are two best friends, both of them of East Asian origin. One is adopted by a um, pair of white parents. Mm -hmm. One is, has her biological parents who are Chin of Chinese origin. Um, the person who was the, the character who was adopted by white parents mm -hmm. decides to go look for her birth mother. Okay. So they journey all across China mm -hmm. to find the birth mother. Yeah. And oh my God, it is a hilarious, wholesome, feel good, and unbelievably raunchy <laughs> ride. <laughs> it's such a fun, fun ride. Yeah. I, I went to watch it with a couple of my Chinese friends mm -hmm. and they got emotional towards the end because to see themselves be seen and represented and validated in a way um, that is not um, 
filtered or censored through mm-hmm. a Eurocentric lens was really refreshing for them. Mm-hmm. Like two of my friends of Chinese descent, they grew up speaking Cantonese and a particular mm-hmm. dialect of Cantonese called the Taishanese. Okay. And that dialect was featured in the film. Wow. Oh Very my God. Cool. It's such a f- feel good, wholesome movie. Mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend watching Joyride. And I promise after watching jo- Joyride, you are going to want a brownie every Tuesday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm excited to what check it out. What kind of brownie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to check it out. You have to watch it and find out. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. So three totally different films to check out, but all sound yes. so incredible in their own way. Barbie, feminism, feel good, pink journey, talk to me, interesting horror TikTok adventure yeah. and then Joyride oh across the globe kind of yeah. emotional oh, journey as so well. It's so emotional too. Yeah. And it features an incredible cast. Mm-hmm. It features Stephanie Hsu, who was nominated for an Oscar for her incredible performance in Everything Everywhere mm-hmm. All at Once. It features Ashley Park from Emily in Paris. It features Sherry Cola, who will, you will now see in Shortcomings, a new film mm-hmm. that comes out tomorrow mm-hmm. and Sabrina Wu. Sabrina Wu is a comedian who has been trending on TikTok for the way they are highlighting a children's book that was taught in schools but is extremely racist. Okay. Oh my god. With such a stellar cast, Joyride is one of the best funniest films I've seen this year. Perfect. Oh, well, thank you so much Ashe for these fantastic reviews getting me pumped up to go to the movies soon um we'll have to have you back again to chat about some more movies absolutely let's (laughs) talk the talkies again (laughs) thanks so much okay we're gonna end off our program with a quick song now uh from local rockers excuse me this is their brand new song the coast
You just heard The Coast by Excuse Me. Excuse Me are actually, they're not exactly local, but sometimes I feel like they are a local band. They're from Guelph, but they play shows in Kitchener-Waterloo regularly. They're going to be here this weekend at Maxwell's playing alongside Living Room for Small and House Cat. So what a great lineup. Living Room for Small, Excuse Me, and House Cat. They're going to be at Maxwell's this weekend. Check it out. Well, that is all the time we have for On the Scene tonight. We've had so much fun being at Odd Duck Wine and Provisions all evening. Beautiful space, beautiful food and drinks that we're just seeing circle around us. Really excited to check out some of it uh, in the next little while. Our next episode is going to be on Thursday, August 17th with guest host Sarah Guidlinger while She's I am back. Yeah, <laughs> while I'm on tour with my band, so we're super excited to have her back. She's going to be chatting with the folks from Pink Lemonade Records, talking all about Strummer Fest yeah. that's coming up that weekend. Um, a big shout out and thank you to our guests this evening, Wes Clausen, the co-owner of Odd Duck, and Ashe Dalvi for the fantastic film reviews. On the Scene is produced by Danielle DeVoe, Derek Rydell, and myself, Allison Dychak. If you stay tuned to Midtown Radio, you can hear another encore episode of Afro Nights with Digi Millennials, a great collection of music and interviews highlighting African talent and excellence with your host, Peter Pierce Alosia. I'm Alison Dijak, and we will see you next week for On the Scene.